Introducing Royal Caribbean's newest ship, Icon of the Seas, the ultimate family vacation. The ultimate six slides, eight neighborhoods, zero compromise vacation. The ultimate never done that, can't wait to do it vacation. The ultimate chillin' by a different pool every day of the week vacation. This is the Icon of Vacations. Icon of the Seas, arriving in 2024. Book today. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. This episode of the Sloopcast is brought to you by the Mad Canadian Barbecue Company. Mad Canadian Barbecue Company is an Ohio-based company where they usually say, our seasoning will take your barbecue from good to great. With great seasoning such as the Brits Blend, the Sonoran Heat, the Two Border, the S&P Bud, you can't go wrong with any of these seasonings that the Mad Canadian has over at his site, the Mad the Mad Canadian BBQ.com. That is the Mad Canadian BBQ.com. Be sure to check out his three box sets that he has available there. He has the Sweet Heat, the Just Send It, and the Whole Hog, which is each of the each of the seasonings that the Mad Canadian has over at his website. And for even more of a discount, use the promo code SLOOPCAST10 at checkout for 10% off your entire order. That is SLOOPCAST10. Mad Canadian Barbecue Company, where he has your butt covered. This episode of the SLOOPCAST also brought to you by the Iron Bean Coffee Company. Kyle, the Iron Bean Coffee Company is a micro roaster. With that, that That's... You know, it's like a microbrewery, but it's a micro roaster. We're working on the, we're working on the same level here, and that's actually kind of uh, one of the reasons why I like Iron Bean as much as I do. Is they kind of have like a a micro brewery feel to them, like a lot of the micro roasters and my dog. Uh, they're very sort of like snooty or whatever else, but like this is this is what Iron Bean's about. You know, it, it's sort of, it's more of a micro brewery attitude from a micro roaster. Hey, LG, you're being very rude right now. I'm talking about the sponsor. They pay us and you're being very rude right now. He helps buy food for you. You're being very rude. <laughs> Dogs. Um, micro roaster, uh, with like, like I said, like a micro brewery attitude. Uh, dude's awesome. He runs the company. Ohioan, former Marine, veteran. And again, we're, we're supporting an Ohio based company. We're supporting a veteran. Uh, and by the way, it's, it's a, it's a literal mom and pop shop. Uh, he and his wife run Iron Bean Coffee. Um, you can get, uh, gift cards for Christmas and you can, you know, cause like if you, if you're not a coffee snob, but you know, you have a coffee snob in your family or that's a, your friend you don't necessarily know what kind of coffee they like you can get them a you, you can get them a gift card you have free shipping over fifty dollars maybe take a wild guess and then a gift card that would be my uh, recommendation for you and you can find all of that at ironbeancoffee.com that's iron bean coffee america's local coffee roaster
We've got barbecue back here. You're all invited. Welcome to the Sloopcast. How are you doing today, Kyle? Doing all right today. How are you? Fine, I guess. I'm, you know, it's it's 2020, and it just kind of is what it is right now. 2020 is going to 2020. 2020 is going to 2020. Viruses are going to virus. And uh, we all knew we were on borrowed time. Uh, We've been saying for a while now that Ohio State was not going to play all of these games. And, you know, we sort of hoped that it was going to be more like Maryland, where it was the other team, and less like what's currently happening where it's Ohio State. But that that's what's happening. And first and foremost, I just want to say no one's to blame. Like, there's probably a patient zero on the team, and it doesn't matter. Uh, if you don't know, Franklin County's infection rates, or whatever the correct terminology is, is enormous right now. It's terrible. Um, and there's all sorts of people out there probably, I, and I know because I see them, they're on Twitter, they're on the message boards. And you're like, you know, who did this? Who's being irresponsible? Da, 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 da. Like it's a highly infectious virus and it's going to do what it's going to do. And like I said, Franklin County is a mess right now. If, for anyone who doesn't know, that's, that's Columbus, that's Ohio State, that's we're in Franklin County. And it's, it's a mess right now. As a county, we are a mess right now. And, you know, you might want to try and blame a player or blame a coach or blame a this or blame a that. But, like, it could be as simple as got it, getting it at the grocery store, getting it from a freaking gas pump for all I know. When the infection rate is this bad, it's it's it was just kind of bound to happen. And it, it unfortunately has happened. And that's that's what let's you know that's that's the reality we're living in right now and, and I th- there's I think the- been a lot of missteps by a lot of people as a society as a government as an everything that has sort of led all of this to be the way it is mm-hmm. and to try and blame a 17 year old football player is uh backwards <laughs> and wrong and i, th- I think the the biggest thing with this, in my opinion, is how how do you respond when you find out someone in the whack yeah. uh, has the virus? And I think how Ohio State handled this was that they wanted it, they want to stop this right in its track, try to prevent any more people to catch it. Uh, could they have played this weekend? Yeah, they probably could have, but I think it's... By Big Ten rules, they could Big have. Ten- by Big Ten rules, they could have played. But I think they were looking at the the long term of the program. Maybe they could have played this weekend, but at the risk of maybe the final two, three games of the year. I, I think they're I think there were in my opinion were willing to I'm not gonna say take the risk. I think they I think they were wanting to cancel this game and hope that they have a better chance to play next weekend and then the yeah. weekend after that. Yeah, uh, we still don't know who the players are. Uh, we still don't actually know how many players. There was the initial report that came out on Wednesday that there were infections. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of reports out there at this point 
put that number at about eight players. Mm-hmm. But but then we found out Friday morning. No, it wasn't Friday morning. It was Friday early afternoon that Coach Day, yeah, had the virus, and we we're like, oh, okay. Well, then here yeah. comes Larry Johnson. Larry Johnson was going to take the take the realm bit or take the helm there and drive and then just drive this or pretty much just cruise this yeah. this football program to victory for the weekend and a lot of hype with Larry Johnson being being an African American being the first head coach African American at Ohio State a yep. lot of hype around that and I was all, I'm all for that but then as the as the sun was setting Friday night, Friday evening, there was a lot more tension, a lot more reports coming around. And then it wasn't until... Well, it wasn't originally until, the team was going to fly out Friday. Yeah, yeah, they were going to fly out. They were going to originally... The original plan was flying out Friday evening. They held off on that to fly Saturday morning because they wanted to do one last batch of tests. See if there was anybody else. And unfortunately, there were more positive tests i didn't see any numbers or anything but don't care to really put out any numbers at at this point but anyway there's there was more positive more than that they were willing to accept and they just said you know don't want to take the risk of uh like what clemson did flying somebody to a different university yeah and potentially infecting their other players their facilities uh faculty whatever the case may be uh state did not want to take that chance, but but also your own players and like mm-hmm. yeah, you're, I, you're I'm, in a, I'm not a, you're in a plane with yeah everybody else. Yep, yep. And like I'm an Ohio State podcaster and and not a doctor, and being an Ohio State podcaster in no way um, qualifies me to talk about uh, an infectious disease. So uh, I, I don't talk about infectious diseases. Yeah, yeah, if anyone's wondering, yes, that was shots fired. Um, so I, I, I know that like you don't just get the virus. If you get the virus, it like, so again, I don't, I don't, I'm not a doctor. I'm not going to pretend to be one, but from what little I know, I, I do know that like if you catch the virus at three o'clock on a Friday and then you take the COVID test at 315 on a Friday, is you're not going to pop positive it's in your system you're now a carrier but you're not going to pop positive on the test yet so even then you had to acknowledge that there were people who would have potentially been getting on that plane in that locker room on that field who were covid positive even if the test weren't gonna show it yep which is why monday is very crucial as we'll find out Sometime Monday, if there's any more positives, and this is really going to tell the future, pretty much the rest of the season here. This is Monday, sometime Monday, maybe even pushing it later to Tuesday, is going to ultimately decide the rest of the season for this football team. And as we sit here recording this at 3.15 p.m. on a Sunday afternoon, we waited till after the Ohio State basketball game, just in case we actually would find time to talk about it um, outside of all the other virus stuff. But um, the basketball team looked uh, looked bad, but they won. So it's fine. It's it's all good. By the way, let's do a quick basketball aside before we get too deep into it. Um, can we can we play all of the uh, basketball games in the Covell Center during the pan 
during the pandemic. Like, uh, why why bother with the big cavernous Schottenstein Center with no people in it? I loved, I loved, I loved but, the um how how they um redid redid that. It, it looks really good. Redid it? You mean did it? <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, you know, may, maybe let's let's pick up the basketball court. You know, so we get some actual Ohio State branding on the court. So maybe we can bring some court pieces over from the, it's just down the road. Uh, just bring some court pieces down maybe so we can get some actual Ohio state branding on the court. But outside of that, yeah. Um, Was- Washington looked good. Uh, yeah. For the most part, I think he was the one that was pretty, uh, pretty solid overall. Uh, the, I think the biggest thing here is just the three pointing, the three point shooting for the, for this game was just a, abysmal. They were 0 for, it was like 0 for 9 or 0 for 10 in that first half. In fact, they finally hit a few in the second half, but, but boy, that's, you're not going to, you're, you're not going to win, you're not going to win many games. And this is one of them here that you actually do win, uh, by shooting 20% from the three. Uh, Question from Stuart underscore E4 US vet. What improvements does the basketball team need to make to look like a possible contender in the Big Ten Conference? Uh, two, th- couple of things. One, their defense needs to improve. When they do the ball, when they're doing, uh, when they're doing switching during, um, during picks on defense, they got to get better at that. They got to get better at communication, the communication there. There was way too many times when there was too much separation from the defender to uh somebody on the other team there they need to do better on that they, they did better free throwing free throw they were 79 percent free throw so that's improved okay yep. but the second thing is you got to hit the you got to hit those three some of those some of those shots you were wide open you gotta you gotta start knocking down those i think if you start improving on those two things better defense on those um on those pick and rolls and improving on your three-point shooting you're going to have a shot. Stay healthy. <laughs> yeah, and stay healthy. That's survive. Survive yeah. this season. That's mm-hmm. that's how. Yeah. Uh, basketball should be uh, lucky enough to still be going when the vaccines start hitting the general public. So that will help. Yes. Uh, now, uh, ba- so back to the virus. Well, I was just going to. I was yep, just going to yep, say yep. the the final the next games here. I'll just say for this week here. So, Ohio State plays Tuesday. I think it's Tuesday. It is Wednesday. Wednesday play they play Moorhead State. So that's good. That's good. A good test. And Moorhead State is zero two to start the year, but Moorhead State's a team that a lot of people know. And then they play Alabama A and M on Saturday. All right. Uh, back back to football and viruses and stuff. I sent out a a tweet at some point, uh, you know, with Thanksgiving and also just generally 2020. I don't remember what day it was, but essentially saying unless rules get changed and unless dates start getting pushed back, it's over. It's done. This is it for Ohio State. And that's how I felt at the time. Um, I sit here now maybe wondering if that was a tad extreme. Um I think there exists a possibility that Ohio State goes to the playoffs. Um, I don't think that's a high probability. Uh, I, I would say 
equal to Ohio State going to the playoffs, like if that's a put put I'm not going to put a percentage on it, but put a percentage on it. Equal to that percentage is we don't see Ohio State on the field again until September against Minnesota. I think that is also a very real possibility. Um, and I'm those are the two far ends of the spectrum. And I'm not saying it's either or. And again, I've already said a few times now that I also don't believe that based on the knowledge that Kyle and I have at 3.20 p.m. on a Sunday afternoon, November 29th, based on the info we have right this second, I don't feel like either of those scenarios are likely yet. Now, Monday, Tuesday, once we start getting more tests done and more test results back, maybe we're feeling better. Maybe we're feeling worse. Um, I, I, I just, I just don't know. There is a possibility we've seen the end of Ohio State this season. And, uh, and it sucks thinking about that. It, it really does because of all the hype and what we know from this team and the anticipation and expectation of this team. Uh, yeah, we were all really looking forward to seeing what this team can do. And we saw a glimpse of that. We saw how, how great minus minus uh the first half of one game how how good how great Justin Fields looked yeah how great the wide receivers looked how how good the offensive line looked and the improvement from the running backs that we've seen each each game throughout the throughout this season and how the and how the front seven on the defense looked really good and i know we sat here for Gosh, it it feels like almost every year since we've done the started doing the podcast here, linebackers always seem to be the the Achilles heel on the defense, and they they appear to be one of the the strongest parts of this defense too. Yeah, I all, all of that. Uh, of course, the defensive backs are normally one of the most solid parts, and they've not been this year. Mm-hmm. Um, reason we went into a lot of detail on on. Uh, two episodes ago, you know, you, you, they lost seven people, three of them unexpected, <laughs> one injury and two guys are in prison or potentially headed in that direction. And so you, you lose three guys who you weren't planning on missing three guys to the NFL and a, a seventh player to Rutgers. Mm-hmm. And in retrospect, I don't know why any of us thought the secondary was going to be any damn good. Uh, in retrospect, well, and of I, course I, we didn't know we didn't know about Cam Brown during the off season. We didn't, you know, we lost him to an Achilles in the first second game. I forget. Um, so yeah, you, you have a young secondary, and then you lose another player, and now you're potentially losing even more players out of that secondary based on who is and who isn't infected. And Ohio State has stated and they there was press availability on on Sunday or excuse me, on Saturday. I can't keep track of my days for anything right now on Saturday with uh, Gene Smith, Ryan Day and the uh, the doctor at Ohio State, whose name is um, escape who's uh, escaping me at the moment. Um, but basically, they said they're going to do everything they can to play against Michigan State. And I get it. I almost kind of want to say don't um because and again they probably they they not probably they absolutely know who may or may not be available 
from a personnel standpoint. And Michigan State's a bad football team. Don't get me wrong. Yes, they beat Northwestern. Uh, if you watched that game, uh, you know that it's not because Michigan State played exceedingly well, like Northwestern looked like crap. Uh, Ohio State could beat Michigan State with nothing but backups, and we might get to test that. <laughs> I'm, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. But also, am I? <laughs> like, because we, we don't, don't know. know. We don't know. We don't know. I mean, there's a lot of speculation of who is and isn't or may not um, be one of those players, but nobody really knows. Kyle and I have names, but we don't know. We don't know. Like, it's it's irresponsible to share any of that. It's all rumor and crap. Um, so not, not sharing any of that. The, the only thing I'm really willing to say right now is like, not Justin Fields, like Justin Fields is, is, is healthy. Yeah. It was, um, and Sean Wade's dad came out too and said his, his son wasn't either. So there's two, there's two, there's the only two we'll say that doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, uh, about 110 left to go. Yes. Uh, let's see. You mentioned Northwestern losing to Michigan state. Alabama Clemson dominating in their their games there. Um I think I think those are more of just like statement games saying, yeah, we're that damn good. And I I really think at this point you, you got your four teams right now. The the top 4 right now. I think I think those are your best four teams in the country. Are are we including Ohio State in yes. that right now? Yes. Okay. Uh, because, so, okay. Yes. I mean, you look, yes. Ohio State looked bad in the Indiana game. No, 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 no. That's not what I'm saying. Oh. Um, I, I do think Ohio State is it, with all their players. Let's, let's put that little bow on this. With all of their players, Ohio State is, I, I honestly believe the second or third best team in the country. Now, can you convince the playoff committee of that if you only have four, five wins? Oh, that's best. the discussion we're going to hear all week, Jared. And, and it probably helps Ohio State, as ridiculous as this sounds, that Northwestern lost this weekend. Because, like, if you're looking for a Big Ten representative, the Northwestern could have won the Big Ten and won the Big Ten undefeated because... Ohio State might not have the six required games to get into the Big Ten championship game. So you have Northwestern potentially, and of course they, they have lost. But before we knew that, you potentially have Northwestern going undefeated, defeating Indiana, Maryland, Maryland, uh, in the Big Ten championship game and being the Big Ten champion. It's like 1995, 96. When was that? Uh, all over again when Northwestern got to go to the Rose Bowl just because they didn't play Ohio State that year. Um, it's uh, it's all a mess and we don't have answers. I wish I had answers for you. I wish I had answers for me. Screw you. <laughs> <laughs> Screw you guys. I wish I had answers for me. Again, there, there exists two far ends of this spectrum. Yep. And the fourth team here, Notre Dame. Yeah, they looked good, but they they did struggle against against UNC. Uh, they did play a lot better in the second half, but I, I I agree with you, Jared. I think I think at this point, Ohio State's. I'll, I'll just I'll just say the 
yeah, the, the third, second best team right now. Per Vegas, uh, if, if you do the whole, if they played on a neutral field thing, Ohio State's ranked number two. They'd be, uh, I think it was a five, 5.5, five and a half point dog to Alabama. They would be, I believe, lose something like a one or a two point favorite over Clemson right now. And maybe some, and I forget what the number was for, for Notre Dame. Ohio State's the second best team in the country per Vegas. Okay. I, I think that, I mean, I don't know. If, I don't know if they allow those numbers in the, in the committee room or not. Um, I, I think we've, we're at a point now where Ohio State needs help. There's, there exists a playoff scenario in which Ohio State doesn't play again until championship weekend, not in the championship game. And it's against probably Wisconsin as probably the other team from the, from the other division who also is maybe the best team from that division, but that, well, they, they lost Northwestern, but, but also isn't going to have enough games to qualify. So Ohio State might pick up a, a semi quality win against Wisconsin, be five and zero. And that's it. That's the conversation. That that's your resume. That's your resume heading into. By the way, we might not get to play Michigan this year. We we wanted what, it, what? we wanted it at the start of the year. Let's just let's just play that team ten times. Just play that team ten times. Well, that that was our spring plan. If <laughs> if Ohio State had to play in the spring, let's play Michigan ten times. But that that was a whole other thing. You know, revisiting the. Sp- revisiting the off season and Kyle and I did our best during the entire off season to uh, one of the things he and I talked about that Kyle and I talked about all the time was we don't want to doom and gloom, but we also don't want to provide people with false hope. So that's again, what we're attempting to do right now. We don't have answers. We're trying to talk through some scenarios. And that's one of the reasons why I kind of started this show off by saying, there are two far ends of the spectrum and they're both possible, but unlikely. And the truth, the reality of what ends up happening is going to be somewhere in between, probably, and unless it's not. So one thing that was brought up over the weekend here, Jared, is the stipulation in the Big Ten of average games, average games per team played yeah. for the season. Like if it dropped below a certain amount then teams who've played a total of X amount of games could be right. eligible too. That, that, so just to, to qualify for the Big Ten championship game, you have to have played in six games. Mm-hmm. That's, that's, that's one of the rules they, they put into place for this. That number is not actually six. That number is based off of a percentage of da, 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 and then at the end of some stupid equation, the number ends up being six. And mm-hmm. what Kyle's saying is, is that if enough Big Ten games are canceled, that can fall to five. I, but I've, it has to. I, I believe. It's, it's I believe not, that the math is stupid. It's bad, and it's it's not. Yeah, I believe. Well, right now, right now through six weeks, right now, the team teams are averaging just above five games total. Just above. But that means that a lot more teams have to not play upcoming here. Kyle, the math, I think, 
basically would require almost all of the Big Ten games to be canceled. Yes. Almost all of them. Yep. Except for the three that Ohio's. Yep. Two. Well, it, well, yeah, we aren't counting championship weekend. Mm-hmm. So the two that Ohio State are going to play in. Yep. So that's not happening. No. So the number is six. Kyle, sponsors. Yes. Uh, Iron Bean Coffee. Uh, I talked about why you should check out Iron Bean Coffee. Uh, they're a roast to order micro roaster. Uh, the coffee is always fresh. It's not even roasted until you order it. Uh, it's a family run, a, a husband and wife team that runs Iron Bean Coffee. They're based out of Toledo, Ohio, Perrysburg, more specifically. Um, and they're great. Like I said, you can get gift cards. You can do a subscribe and save service through the website. And again, it's a veteran owned company. The beans are all fair trade certified and it is uh, all their coffees USDA organic. That's all the great reasons why you should, uh, but there's also some amazing coffees available. Uh, for example, one of their uh, staple roasts, one of their flagship roasts is the Integrity, uh, the mainstay iron bean selection. Dark roasted makes a great espresso. If you're an espresso drinker, maybe check that out. Now, if you like your coffee dark, though, you might want to check out the Fear No Evil. Uh, it is roasted to the brink of flames. It is a dark, dark black roast. Uh, let's see. There's other dark roasts. There's some flavored coffees. There's the unicorn bag. The unicorn bag is, uh, well, this one's empty, but there's the unicorn bag. Uh, you don't, it's a flavored coffee, but you have no idea what's in it. It's, it's a, it's part of the fun. Uh, there's also a carrot cake, an intense blueberry, and a mint chocolate chip if you're into flavored coffees. And there's a whole selection of uh, not flavored coffees. Some of their more popular roasts are available in K-Cup. Uh, free shipping over $50. Gift cards available for Christmas. IronBeanCoffee.com. That's Iron Bean Coffee, America's local coffee roaster. This episode is also brought to you by the Med Canadian Barbecue Company. Are you struggling to find... That special gift for your your special friend. By the way, we had a comment, a YouTube comment uh, from one of our female listeners saying, the hell are you talking about? I would love it if my husband <laughs> got me mad Canadian. So once again, Kyle and I fail to understand women. <laughs> for anyone, Jared, <laughs> for anyone here, the Mad Canadian has three sets here for your special one. For the holidays, you have the Sweet Heat, which includes the Four Horsemen, the Discord, the Old Fashioned, and the Tube Border. I like to call this like the Chicken Wing set. Uh, you can you can use the or buy the Just Send It. It's a versatile seasoning. It's it's a very like basic set. Not sure what to get. Go with this set. It's four of the most versatile seasonings that the Mad Canadian has. The S&P Buds, Norin Heat, the Cajun, and the Smoked. Uh, or or if you want, why not get the whole hog? Purchase the whole hog itself and just right on the table there. <laughs> all seasonings there. You can you can purchase the whole, the whole hog and get all 14 seasonings that the Mad Canadian has. I recommend sure. that one. Yes, I do too. <laughs> also, 
Save even more by using the promo code SLOOPCAST10, SLOOPCAST10 at checkout for 10% extra off your entire order. Check that out at themadcanadianbbq.com. That is themadcanadianbbq.com. Med Canadian Barbecue Company, where they have your butt covered for Christmas. Okay, Kyle. Um, I mean, we're basically just sort of talking about what Ohio State has left this season and what it might look like. And mm-hmm. uh, we can run some through some playoff scenarios now. You know, can Ohio does Ohio State have a path to the playoff? Um, I think one thing we need to start making some adjustments on as fans is uh, no longer cheering for for Coach Fick. <laughs> I think Cincinnati potentially now is an is is in the way of Ohio State making the playoff. Um, again, how do you justify an AAC undefeated champion over a non-champion Ohio State team who, at the time of recording, has four wins? And how many more are they actually going to be able to add? I don't know. Um, so in a season filled with chaos, uh, I think we're going to need a bit more. Mm-hmm. Yep, absolutely. Um, just trying to look here. What they have before next week's rankings come out here. I fully anticipate fully anticipate Clemson to go up ahead of Ohio State, even though Clemson has that loss there. And in, in the uh, Clemson, hmm? Clemson's already ahead of Ohio State. I am looking at the wrong rankings. Thank you, thank you. Dan. Yeah, we were we were upset about that before. Okay. Uh, yeah, uh, seeding Ohio state can just, at this, we're not worried about seeding anymore. Nope. That's, that's not a thing where we're, we're just trying to get into the playoff and be healthy. And even then I really, how, how, what happens if you're Ohio state and you have five games underneath your belt and you're going to play against Alabama. So. I don't know if that's best case scenario. I don't know if Ohio State as the fourth seed in the playoff is best case scenario. Maybe third. Maybe third's a possibility. I wouldn't hold any hope beyond that. Any hope that Ohio State would even bump into number two in the playoffs. Not that two versus three matters. It's what jersey color you're wearing. It doesn't really matter. But four seems like the... In a in the scenario in which Ohio State makes the playoff, four seems most likely. Mm-hmm. Now you're going to go up against Bama, and Bama's real, real good. It's the one team in the country right now that I feel like is absolutely, genuinely better than Ohio State. And Ohio State just hasn't had... I mean, we, we talk about all the games they're missing. They're missing these practices, too. Ohio State, we've seen it year in and year out. It's a mark of good coaching is typically better by the end of the year than they were at the beginning of the year. Where is Ohio State in that development right now? It's probably a hell of a lot closer to the beginning of the year than the end. Now, it's a it's a pretty old team. It's a pretty veteran team, so that helps. Um, even if Ohio State's secondary was better, even if Ohio State's secondary had improved, they're going to get torched by those Bama wide receivers anyway. There's not a secondary in the country with an answer for Alabama's passing game. So, well, Ohio State would get dominated by Alabama's passing game. Yeah, everyone's going to get everyone. Uh, Ohio State versus Alabama. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking, what's, I'm looking what's, here. I'm what's looking our, here. What's no, our over-under on that game? 
I'm looking at like the, the top teams. Uh, Texas A&M already saw firsthand. Florida yeah. absolutely would. Clemson definitely absolutely would. will. Kyle. Yes. Okay. Will. Yeah. Uh, Clemson definitely. We there. Clemson is very. I compared Clemson Ohio State as like very similar or so much talent. Yes, hi dog. Uh so much talent on the offense. There's a lot of good things happen on defense, but they struggle. Both Clemson and Ohio State do struggle on defense. And could they be could they beat Notre Dame in Alabama? Yeah, they could. But if you do it like 10 like play them 10 times, play each other 10 times, Alabama will definitely come out on top more more often than either Ohio State or Clemson, though. But yeah, I mean, ultimately, I agree, Jared. Alabama would just destroy all of these secondaries that's in the in the top six. There, the, there's going to be a lot of points scored in the playoff this year. Uh, that's especially true if Ohio State gets in. Yes, uh, Bama is going to put up a ton of points. We already know what. Clemson and Trevor Lawrence are capable of. We already know what Justin Fields and the crew of Ohio State wide receivers are capable of. Mm-hmm. I really think Ohio State's only saving grace here is if the people on the committee a are gamblers, <laughs> maybe, um, and they see what Vegas says and and take it seriously. Uh, I or if they just say twenty twenty right. We know Ohio State's the best to put them in. It's going to piss off a lot of people. It's going to piss off a lot of people if a 5-4-6 win Ohio State team gets in over a one-loss Texas A&M, a one-loss Florida, a one-loss zero or zero-loss Cincinnati, a one-loss Oregon who played a, I don't know, has Oregon missed any games this year? I don't know. I don't care. Um <laughs> It's going to piss off a lot of people. Um, now, I don't care. <laughs> I, I really don't care. Um, I just have a hard time seeing it, uh, yeah. especially if Ohio State ends up not playing in more than one additional game. Mm-hmm. You know what I want, Jared? Hmm. I want Team Chaos to roll. Well, this is the year of Team Chaos. I mean, mm-hmm. it, it is... It is what it is. Kyle, let's let's uh let's bring our listeners in on the conversation. Sure. So who do you want to start off with here? Uh I'm I'm a big fan of top to bottom. Okay. <laughs> Alright. So Brawley here, he asks is in is any give let's start that over. Is any game a given for Indiana if Penix is out moving forward? Whoa, 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 whoa. Oh, Penix is out. I heard that. I thought we Okay. Misheard that at first, sorry. Um, Penix is out for Indiana. Uh, <laughs> I just heard something different. That's all I'm saying. The, uh, Penix leaves the game. We don't know at this time what that injury is. It looked very Achilles E, but we don't know. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I, it's, it's, it's the big 10 East. It, it's, it's tough. Well, Indiana is playing their two um, West teams for their final two games here. Wisconsin, mm-hmm. which might get canceled, and Purdue. Which might get canceled. I mean, they, they, they're all might get canceled. Um, why 
why why Wisconsin is Wisconsin dealing with more outbreaks? Well, they've only played three games. Yeah, but the, not none of those games that didn't happen happened at the beginning. Not yeah. okay. Well, I don't know. It's no. I it need this game. The Indiana team needs Penix here, so it's. I have a feeling that Indiana could easily lose both of these games if played, if Penix is not playing. Yeah, it, it, Indiana's not a team that can... There, there's not a C.J. Stroud or a Jack Miller sitting on the bench. Mm. I honestly feel like Ohio State, and again, as far as Kyle and I know, Justin Fields is fine. I just want to reiterate that before I say what I'm about to say. I honestly believe that Ohio State could beat both of the Michigans with uh, C.J. Stroud and or Jack Miller. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's how little I think of Michigan State as a football team, and that's how little I think of the secondary at at Michigan, and how much I th- and how much I do think of Ohio State's wide receivers. Yeah, you know what's really terrible, Jared? Both Northwestern and Indiana. Yeah, they could just not. Just oh, have there's the rest more of their that? games canceled, I and see. they'd be in the championship the conference championship that's a strategy well not necessarily I and mean, that's that's assuming ohio state doesn't qualify yes you're making that assumption yes. that ohio state doesn't qualify mm-hmm. which we don't know uh ohio state might qualify i'm not holding out a ton of hope for it but it's it's possible they have to play this week against michigan state or they don't qualify for the big 10 championship game period mm-hmm. i saw I, there's a lot of talk about like a lot of a lot of Michigan fans are like, hmm, hmm, could we really screw over Ohio State here? I I think the season will already be screwed before Ohio State even gets mm-hmm. there. Yeah. All right. Uh, Stuart underscore E4US vet. I believe most questions will have to deal with hypotheticals until we figure out what is going on with this with the program. <laughs> hypotheticals is another good name for this episode. Yeah. But I'll try one. If Ohio State isn't able to compete until week nine, the plus one week, who is the most likely opponent and will they still have an opportunity of a postseason past that? Well, that's that's we've been uh, we've been talking like it's going to be Wisconsin, which would be my assumption. Mm-hmm. Yep. But I we don't <coughs> excuse me, but we don't know that. And uh, as far as there being an opportunity of a postseason, I think. That's mostly been what we've been talking about this episode. So I think I think we got you on that one, Stuart. Uh, since the team up north is considering themselves a basketball school. This is still Stuart, by the way. Yes. He's a, a lot. These are all Stuart. When we beat them, <laughs> do we humiliate them more than we do when we beat them in football? Uh Survivor 46 is here, and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Vyadaris, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcasts. 
If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. No, because they're not really a basketball school. They just like to say that because it sounds nicer than we suck at football. Because they're two and four right now in football. Yeah, they just Penn State just got their first one of the season over Michigan. Yeah. (laughs) And by the way, looked significantly better as a football team doing it. Mm hmm. Uh, let's, let's give Stuart a quick break. Uh, let's do a question from Michigan Bucknut. Uh, who do you think will take advantage of the extra year of eligibility? Huh. All the defensive backs. Well. Minus Wade. Yeah. Minus Wade. <laughs> um, that's really very complicated. Um, because like simply a year of eligibility is not being used now. There have, we have seen in the past, uh, from Urban Meyer, not Ryan Day yet, where players, uh, had their four years in the program. Uh, and even though they were redshirted, uh, they still did their senior walk and didn't return the next year. I don't feel like most players do fifth years at Ohio State. Not many. Um, it's, it's, unless you're, unless you're just, unless you're, um, JT, unless you're JT and you're there for eight plus years. And, and when I, I mean, obviously lots of players do five years at Ohio State, but a lot of what we are as a program is like three or four years because either you're not cutting it and you're going to transfer, which I think there's going to be a lot of kids transfer. Uh, they'll probably be asked to or encouraged to or, or told what the reality of their stay at Ohio State's going to be. And there will be um, a lot of players leave for the NFL. Uh, you're at Ohio State for probably three or four years. That's most offensive linemen different, different to it's different to bring offensive linemen around uh, high Character players who have had injury issues, Hilliard and Cooper, I'm looking at you, different. So I I think a lot of how many players are actually going to take advantage of that, I I, I, I don't feel like a lot. I feel like a lot of players are going to sort of leave one way or another would, would be my guess. Ohio State obviously has, or rather the NCAA obviously will figure out what this means from a scholarship limit standpoint. I don't know what the scholarship limit will be for the 2021 season, but it's not going to be a hard 85. I I don't know how they, I don't know the math they're going to use. I don't know what the methodology is, how they're going to count scholarships. I don't know. You, You have to, you have to. Yeah, that's that's tough because of this extra year of eligibility that's thrown out as an option. You have to honor that for like the next four years then. 
Yeah, essentially. I, I think so. Um, yeah, that's, I'm, I'm really curious to see how the NCAA is going to handle that. And we'll, we'll definitely talk more about that in the off season. Yeah. I, it's, I, I think Sooner it is. <laughs> yeah. Well, they'll release some real convoluted math at some point and we'll attempt to talk about it and mess something up. So yeah. look forward to that during the wasteland. Mm-hmm. All right. By uh, the way, who this really does benefit? Mm-hmm. Northwestern, Iowa, Wisconsin, these programs that live off of recruiting and developing three-star players. Yes. They're, those teams are going to be nasty because a lot of those, you're giving an extra year of eligibility to development players. Mm-hmm at those universities and they're going to actually be able to take advantage of these additional scholarships. Ohio State's not going to get to take advantage of these additional scholarships in the same way because of the number of players who are going to leave to find playing time elsewhere, whether that be a different university or the NFL. Mm -hmm. Yep. All right. right. This is, it's actually a huge disadvantage for Ohio State. It is. Yeah. All right, uh, next up here, Jared, uh, we have Rockasaurus. Uh, he asks us, what needs to happen to have an Ohio State team without a conference championship to make the playoffs? What needs to happen to have an Ohio State team without a conference championship make the playoffs? Um, I, I think we've talked about that a lot yeah. already during the episode. Uh, I think it takes the committee again, kind of just shrugging and say 2020 and then just putting Ohio state in and dealing with the backlash that comes from it. Mm-hmm. Cause I don't know how you really honestly justify putting Ohio state in over Cincinnati or like if, if Florida, what if Florida and Alabama, what if Florida wins? That's it. That Ohio state's done. Because Florida and Bama are both going to, it's going to be ACC versus SEC challenge. Yep. And, the, if, and, if, and with Oregon losing also last weekend. Yeah. I don't see anybody in the Pac-12. No. There's nobody. I know I know there's a few teams that's still undefeated, but. No. No one in the Pac-12 is going to the playoffs. No one in the Big 12 is going to the playoffs. No one other than Ohio State is going to the playoffs for the Big Ten. I we all flirted with Northwestern for a second. I never bought into it. For a split second, <laughs> we all we all we all had that. We, we sort of rubbed her elbow a little bit. It's fine. It's not going to happen. And I'm sure a lot uh, of the news, um, the news outlets were really tempted. Had a week's worth of things. Oh that yeah. one, Wanted to talk about all this week. Oh Northwestern yeah. won, but nope. Oh yeah. Throw that all in the shredder now. Yeah, that's that's done. Northwestern's done. Um, yeah, no, it's. So our conversation now is Ohio State, like three SEC teams, two ACC teams, and then we also have to talk about BYU, and we also have to talk about Cincinnati. So we have, imagine Notre Dame preventing the first ever independent team from getting into the college football playoff. 2020 bingo card. Who had that one? <laughs> yes. All right. Um, I think those are all the questions here. I think so. Oh, yeah. That last Stewart one is the basketball question I read earlier. Yeah. Um, 
No, 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 no. Can you give us your best rundown of who will commit to the 21 class and the best guess 22 class? 22 class, no. Uh, we don't have near the the time, nor the research, uh, nor the crystal ball to pull that off. Um, I, I feel real quick on 2022. Hold on. I have some notes in the Discord. Um, High stakes number one. Yeah. Um, got in Caleb both. Burton. In both. Football How, pull, and basketball. Pulled ahead of Bama. How to pull ahead of Bama in 2021. Oh, I mean. No, I'm talking about 2022 basketball. Ohio State is number one in the 2022 football oh. and 2022 basketball. Okay. We're, <laughs> you're I like, was about to say, we should, st- should still be just a bit behind Bama in the 2021 football. Again, once the Washington kids, yeah, once the Washington still, kids commit, that'll be fine. They're about, what is that? They're six and a half points, about six and a half points behind Alabama with just Alabama having two more recruits. Emeka's coming. JTT is, I feel slightly less confident about JTT, but I still feel very confident about JTT. Yep. Um, Emeka's coming. That'll put Ohio State at number one. We'll see what happens with JTT. Um, yeah. So let me, let me make my way into my recruiting notes real quick. Uh, Kyle, keep talking for me. I can't scroll and talk at the same time. <laughs> oh, what else? What else? Um, well, I guess I guess this would be a good time for Kyle's corner then. <laughs> oh, whoa, that's you're throwing you're throwing stuff. Uh off. actually I probably don't want to because the crew is playing tonight, Jared, so as this is releasing, we don't know. But like we mentioned about the, the virus going on and all that, it's hit the crew pretty hard too. The crew has seven players unavailable for Sunday night's game. Now Last I looked, two of them were starters. Two of them were starters, yes. Yeah. And also, I think um, it was like two, three or so players from the Blue Jackets also that's oh, unavailable. Franklin, the numbers in Franklin County are terrible right now. Yes. Uh, it's, it's, it's absolutely horrendous. Uh, everyone, please, I don't know if I should say this or not, Kyle, but like, if you're not, if you live in Franklin County, Ohio, and you're not wearing a mask, and you haven't been wearing a mask. I'm saying it. It's happening. Just I remember. I hey everyone. Remember when I was making fun of Clay Travis last week, and I said, "Hey, you as a fan ruined your football team." Guess what? People who live in Franklin County who like Ohio State and decide that masks aren't important, you contributed to ruining your football team. Just be respectful. Be respectful. I I, I said it. That's that's what I was gonna say. Right. What, what did you uh, find, Jared? So. 2020 let's let's talk 2022 real quick um of the players so the players who are committed are committed mm-hmm. so we don't need to run through that um damani jackson uh who is a cornerback out of the famed mater day high school in california um he recently whittled down his commits or his um his targets his his, his final teams I, I like Ohio State's chances there a lot. That's, I'm not saying it's a certainty by any means, but I like Ohio State's chances there a lot. Um, I don't want to, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna throw, I'm just gonna lightning round through some other 2022 names who I like a lot, but maybe not as much as Jackson, but who I still like a lot. Just some names to keep an eye on. I am not, this is not a prediction. 
of these guys joining Ohio State. These are just some targets who I feel good about. Not great, not certain, good. These are some guys I feel good about. 2022 recruits for Ohio State. Uh, Sean Murphy. Um, I have Will Johnson on this list. That's probably no longer true. This list is a little bit old. I haven't updated it in a minute. Um, um, Caden Curry, a uh, guy keeping, we're not, guy we're keeping an eye on. Nicholas Singleton and a offensive tackle from Indiana whose last name is Goodwin. And I'm not going to attempt the first name at this time. Uh, let's see. Focusing on the 2021 class. Uh, a guy to keep an eye on as LSU continues to fall apart is uh, Rayshon Davis. He's currently committed. He is also from the famed Mater Day High School in California. Uh, he is a four-star linebacker. He is a 24-7 top 50 player as a guy I feel really good. Not really good. That's a guy who we're keeping an eye on uh, potentially coming to Ohio State in the 2021 class. And then... Of course, I've already talked about JTT and Emeka Buka, two guys I feel great about for the 2021 class. Um, is that, I think that's, that's all I'm going to do as far as throwing names out there for the, uh, uncommitted players at this time. I think that's, I think it's all I'm going to do. Scrolling through my list, scrolling through my list. Some good news, Jared? I'm keeping an eye on. Yeah, that's all I'm going to, that's all we're going to do for right now. You want some good news? (laughs) Yeah. I'm sure everybody knows of the great Jim or Jimmy Jackson, Mm -hmm. former Buckeye great. He is now heading to the National College Basketball Hall of Fame. Nice. It was just announced from um, Ohio State that he will be a member of the 2021 class for the College Basketball Hall of Fame. So congrats to Jimmy Jackson. Uh, and a quick sloop pick update. Kyle and I once again defend our t-shirt honor defeating Suncard. Sorry, Suncard. No, no, anch- no anchors no, up here. No, no anchors for you. <laughs> All right. Uh, Kyle, uh, I think that's it. That's, that's our show for today. That's it. All right. Uh, everyone, please check out all of the things that it, it only took a pandemic to get us close to an hour. Um, Join us in the Discord server. Uh, it's a lot of fun. Um, I'm, I really enjoy it. Uh, if you see me tweeting a lot less, if you see me spending a lot less time in the public social media space, it's because I've been hanging out in the Discord. We're having a lot of fun in there. Come join us because I, uh, I hate Twitter. It's a lot of fun. A lot of fun. Uh, if you join our uh, Patreon at the $3 or higher tier, you get access to... The premium channels in Discord, you get access, uh, early access to episodes. Our patrons, by the way, Kyle, got, of course, it was the uh, Indiana, or excuse me, the Illinois preview special, so take it for what it's worth. (laughs) They actually got that episode a full day, actually 25 hours ahead of the public. So that early access, not, not 25, that's... I'm not, I'm not promising that, but, uh, normally, yeah, you get early access to episodes. Uh, so that's always cool. Follow us on Twitter. I'm at Sloopcast. Kyle is at Sloopcast Ohio, or excuse me, Sloopcast Kyle. There you go. What the, what the hell was that? Um, and if you're looking for any of our links, whether it be for t-shirt stores, uh, 
social media, Discord, Patreon. If you're looking for any of those links, YouTube, uh, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, whatever. If you're looking for any of those links, uh, visit thesloopcast.com. It's just a landing page uh, with a bunch of with a bunch of links on it and you should be able to find whatever you're looking for. Um, so yeah, all of that. Uh, Kyle, did you already, did you already waste all of your Kyle's corner stuff? Yes. <laughs> all yes. right. Go crew. Um, everyone wash your hands, wear your masks. Uh, especially if you live in Franklin County, we are struggling. <sighs> and, uh, Kyle, that's it. Time for, time for outro music. Yes, let's. let's I feel, it. It, feel, it feels like a real short ending. Like we we got we got from like the end to like the end really quickly today. Anyway, uh, yeah. So uh, with all of that being said, sure, why not? With all that being said, I'd like to encourage everyone to drink local beer, listen to local music, and of course support. Oh, I didn't actually say who we were doing for the music. <laughs> That's what I was forgetting. There you go. Boom. Uh, tonight's ending music will be by a band, I think they're Columbus-based, called The Castros. So uh, make sure to check the show notes for information on The Castros, including the name of this song. So, like I said, check the show notes for that. Uh, the show notes also has the master link, the thesloopcast.com link, uh, that can get you to all the other links. That's why we call it the master link. And... Uh, that's it. All right. So with all that being said, I'd like to encourage everyone to drink local beer, listen to local music, and of course, support your local podcasters. Once again, this is the Castro's. Savannah, do you remember me? I fell in love under your moss trees. The bright Georgia sun and warm moonlit nights. I'll never forget. The look in his eyes oh, oh, oh. Oh, oh, oh. Savannah, you're a beautiful river where the time doesn't pass Flows with your lovers Who just want another Reason to stay Day after day
Once again, I'd like to thank the Castros for ending today's podcast. Kyle, one thing that we were just talking to our YouTube uh, family about was that we're all about Ohio on this on this podcast. We are all about supporting your locals. So even if you aren't an Ohio uh, local person anymore, or maybe ever were, but you're just an Ohio State fan, also support your locals. Like when we say support your local this and support your local vet we might be saying beer and we might be saying music but we really mean all the things including your local coffee companies that's why uh all of our advertisers ever on this show are ohio based and we're super proud to be doing ad reads for the iron bean coffee company iron bean coffee company is a veteran owned premium small batch roast to order company you can't you, you what what ohio based veteran owned roast to order small batch organic fair trade certified this company top to bottom is about integrity and like what what else could you possibly want what else could you po- well is it owned by a veteran yep well is it owned by uh, a, a a husband and a wife yep sure is Oh, well, yeah, but I, I like to support local. Are, are they, are they from Ohio? They sure are. Oh, well, I really like my coffee fresh. Is there coffee? Oh, they don't roast it till, until you order it. It can't get any fresher. Oh, well, I'm really worried about like coffee and where it comes from internationally and how the farmers are treated. Cause that can sometimes, oh, oh, no, no, no. They're fair trade certified. Oh. They check all the boxes, you guys. They check all of the boxes. I, is why we love having Iron Bean Coffee on this show. It's it's about all the same stuff that Kyle and I are about. And uh, inclu- by the way, and oh, by the way, the coffee is really freaking good. <laughs> <laughs> oh, by the way, it's really, really, really good coffee. Like, it's really, really good. Uh, and I, I know that's maybe not like the 
most articulate way of telling you that coffee is good to just say it's really, really good. But I, I'm not I'm not a foodie. I just know what I like. And I, I know that this is some of the best coffee I've ever had, period. So you can buy some for yourself and support all of the things that should be supported at ironbeancoffee.com. Once again, that is Iron Bean Coffee, America's local coffee roaster. This episode was also brought to you by the Mad Canadian Barbecue Company. But 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 Kyle, we, we said all Ohio. He's Canadian. Nope. He is an Ohio-based company. What? Based out of Cary, Ohio. Cary? Just, where's Cary? Just outside of Finley. Oh, okay. Northwest Ohio. Um, or I think we might be really stretching it with the just. How far... Just outside of Finley? It is. It's just outside. Just a bit outside. Just a bit. Uh, their seasonings, Ohio based. He, he has, he has a bunch of seasonings that are from just local in Ohio. He get he gets as, I don't, all, all he can. It's, it's all not, he can as much yeah. as he can. As much Ohio. as he can. Yes. Uh, so another Ohio based company. Uh, to to take uh, to to purchase from not only that but if you're in that in that area and you check out his Facebook you check out his Twitter page you can catch his food truck as well he, 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 has, he, he ventured you ventured pretty far east this weekend so even if you're not in the general carry area you might want to check out his social media to see where that barbecue bus might be next mm-hmm. it's an I've heard from reliable sources. <laughs> the people who birthed you the people who birthed me <laughs> <laughs> that it's some pretty good food that it's it's really good so check out his check out his um his food truck uh i can't tell you where it's going to be just check out his social media he'll tell you where it's going to be or you can or you can just go to his website the madkidinibbq.com to purchase the seasonings he uses for his food truck there uh not sure what to get Pick out one of the all box of samples. Just get all of it. You can get the Just Send It, the Sweet Heat, or what Jared said, the whole hog, the whole shebang there. All 14 seasonings. Yeah, it's it's. It, I think it's real simple. If there's someone in your life who is uh, just trying to get into cooking maybe for the first time, the Just Send It. That That's your starter pack. Those are all incredibly versatile. You can put all of that on anything. Got someone who likes some heat? We all have that friend who likes to put hot sauce on everything what's i was looking at you kyle what's what's that one called again i forgot the name of that one the sweet heat the sweet heat i can never remember if it's sweet heat okay yeah the sweet heat and then of course if you have someone who's just spends all their time in the kitchen that's the whole hog right there mm-hmm. be sure to use sloopcast 10 sloopcast 10 for 10 percent extra off your entire order med canadian barbecue company where they have your butt covered for christmas <laughs> 